Welcome, 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 listeners. This is episode number 66 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You are here also joined by Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Absolute classic. Absolute. Uh, no Ayrton this week just yet, but he may, may or may not appear on the podcast in a bit. So, so what you been up to this week, Matt? What's uh, what's what's going on? Um, well, you know, I got a new amp last week, so I've I've I still haven't put it down. Like I, I think I'd had it two days when we were last casting. Yeah, and I think I've had it out at least four times since the last cast. Nice. Just, um, it's just be having something that is small and easy to set up and has a couple of different sounds in it so that I can, I don't have to set my pedal board up. Many, yeah. Um, I've got a, an amp and a lead in my lounge that I can just plug in, put my phone on top and turn the boss tuner app on so that I can tune the guitar, plug the switch in so that I've got a rhythm and a lead sound and then lose half an hour, lose an hour. Um, just, you know, riffing along to stuff. Um, and it's just meant that actually for the first time, I'm pretty sure I've picked up a guitar every day between the last two casts. <laughs> I mean, if, if there was anything that was worth admission price alone, that is it. Yeah. If it's getting you playing, then it's it's worth it, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, that's it. And like I say, I haven't played it every day, but the days that I haven't, I've had the acoustic guitar out. It's just kind of, it's probably because I'm in a lull between gigs as well, where I've got no gigs coming up, so I don't have to like have all my gear ready to pack away into a car, all that faffing around and stuff. And yeah, it's just meant that I've kind of started playing the guitar a bit more. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about convenience, isn't there? And like for for me, if I wanted to like to like plug into something, I'd either need to uh, like wait for a time when I'm not going to be annoying the piss out of my missus who's watching the TV at the time, or like go into one of the rooms where I'll be quiet, plug in like uh, my amplify footboard and then go through headphones through that and i don't do that because i can't be asked so i think the other the other thing is you've got to have convenience but you've got to have good tone as well like i have the option of plugging in my boss me80 every single day in headphones but through headphones it's shit yeah 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 it's uninspiring Whereas, like, like I say, I like the sounds that I get out of this amp. Um, it's got a switchable down to seven watts on the underneath of it. Yeah. So there's like a little rocker switch actually built into it that you flick across. You can bring it down to seven watts. So again, it's still really loud. But I mean, the neighbours are out when I get in from work. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think I've just been. It is. Yeah, yeah. You have to have that balance, don't you? Because if if you if you got the convenience but not an inspiring tone it does exactly the same as not having the convenience you just go mm, and then kind of give up after a short while um, yeah that's it i mean you've got to have the motivation and like having that tone that you're looking forward to hearing again and you know trying a different guitar through it just yeah it it just adds to it 
Bang on. Bang on. Uh, so, for our listeners, this this is the mini MoFo. Is it 15 watt, this one? Yeah. So, the there are... I think it's the smallest... I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. No, no. There's a. There might be even a. There might be a smaller one. But yeah, which Hayden Mini Mofo, which is the 15. There's a Hayden Mofo, which is the 30. And I think there might now yeah. be a smaller one than that, but I can't remember. Cool. And and what kind of um, what kind of sounds are we getting out of that? So, where is it aiming towards in terms of tonal territory? I mean, it's it's got two inputs on it. My version, so mine's a version one. It's got two inputs. It's got US and UK. Um, US is probably looking towards Mesa Boogie, um, yeah. but it obviously doesn't have the amount of control that a Mesa Boogie would have, and that's not the sound that I want. So I I barely use that at all. Um, I've mostly yeah. been plugging into the UK, which is very much. A cranked Marshall, um, not like a high gain Marshall, but you know, like a sorry, maybe like a plexi, but a little bit more, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm I'm getting a strange sense of deja vu. I I have a feeling that I'm so tired that I've forgotten that what we talked about last week. I'm I really I think that we, we t- did. Yeah. <laughs> so just as a recap for those listeners who weren't paying attention, or those who are as absolutely knackered as I am. That was uh, that's the <laughs> <laughs> the mini mofo, um, yeah. yeah. So, just as a disclaimer for this one, um, Matt, you've been working some like horrendously long days, haven't you? Yeah, like eleven to thirteen hours, and I've got another like I've been doing it since Monday, so it's only, I'm only three days in, and I've got three weeks of this. Fucking hell! <laughs> um, I'm running a training course at work, so I've got to do my own job as well as preparing for the training course this week and then running the course for the next two weeks which is full days for the people who are on the course but I have to do my own job as well which means I have to go in early and stay late to do my work and bring a laptop home to work from home as well so everything's fun shit man yeah and I'm I'm just gonna be a little bitch at the moment <laughs> I've got a little bit of a sniffle so that's why I'm um not quite up to my uh, up to my normal standard, which, to be fair, isn't that that high anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So sorry, sorry if there are any kind of lulls in concentration, or if we go over stuff that we've already been over before. Um, yeah, it's not intentional. Uh, so this week, I've um, I've done some stuff. So for the past <laughs> like two months, I've been. Doing a little, uh, a little apology at the end of each cast, going, well, the, there's nothing happening on the YouTube channel because I'm lazy and got no time. Yeah, so <laughs> finally pulled my finger out this this week, and it was kind of spurred on by um, a couple of weeks ago. We had, in fact, this was the last week, was it, that we had the Hello Sailor effects um, interview yeah. drop? It um, was the day before we recorded the cast last week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so because kind of if, just over a week kind of looking at it. Yeah, for for me and you it is. Yeah. Yeah, it will for be the listener, it will be like, like two, 10 yeah. days for the listener. Yeah. Mm. Ish. Yeah, so kind of roughly roughly 2 weeks. Um yeah, so 
uh, as I as I mentioned, uh, Joe sent me through a uh, an anchor drive, which is fucking awesome. Um, and we'll you'll you'll hear more about that uh, over the next couple of weeks. But um, he also um, I, I was kind of batting some ideas for for like a um, a video on the on the budget pedal chap channel, and I'd recently got two tube screamers. Uh, like two new ones to me anyway um, I was like I'm thinking of doing like a tube screamer shootout so he said hold my beer <laughs> essentially <laughs> uh, and he sent through um, sent through his Stevie Ray Vaughan modded tube screamer his take on it which looks beautiful sounds beautiful amazing so I finally got through to doing uh, a tube screamer shootout this week um, and by the time that this podcast goes out, it will have been out, so I'm okay to talk about it. It's no spoilers. Um, so the kind of format of it, um, it's basic, uh, sorry, budget, basic, and boutique uh, tube screamers. So you've got two tube screamers from kind of budget brands. We've got a Joyo and we've got uh, the Moor. So the Joyo Vintage Overdrive and the Moor Green Mile. Um, then we've got the basic, which is the Ibanez uh, Tube Screamer Mini. So kind of, yes, standard, your, your industry standard. And the, the Boss uh, SD1, which it's not green, but it's definitely Tube Screamer flavoured. Uh, and then we've got our boutique ones, which are the, the Hello Sailor, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and the JSA Tai Chi mod. Um not Tai Chi, is it? It's the, the green chai. Um, the, the Tai Chi is what it's based off. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, the green chai uh, micro. And, yeah, a couple of takeaways from that. So the, the video uh, doesn't give you any uh, any indication to which which was my favourite and what, <laughs> like, any, any of that. Um, because... I like I like uh, like the viewers to kind of make up their own mind about which ones they like, um, but a, a few takeaways from that: none of them were bad, so none of them were a, a pedal that I wouldn't use, um, which was surprising because I thought uh, having these pretty tasty boutique tube screamers, I'm gonna try them and then try the cheap ones and think, yeah, they're uh, like worlds apart. And there are are differences, and you can definitely hear them, more so in the room than when they're recorded. Um, But the Joyo really impressed me. The the Vintage Overdrive really impressed me. And there's a reason why that one's got kind of like a little cult following at the moment. Um, So so from that, I, I I was kind of considering... Who would I, um, who would I be, um, telling to buy like these certain versions of the the, the tube screamer? Um, and if you're, uh, if you were like a, a beginning guitarist and you were really kind of heavy into the blues, um, and you didn't have a great budget, I would definitely be pointing you towards that that Joyo, the Vintage Overdrive. Because it does, it does a really good job of it. Um, the Ibanez and the Boss are just kind of industry standards, and 
you know where you're getting with him. Um, and the the uh, the Hello Sailor and the J, uh, JSA, they were they were better. Don't get me wrong, they were better. Um, the the HSE um, Stevie Ray Vaughan one. Uh, it was almost brighter sounding, almost like a bit more present sounding. There was usable tones within the entire sweep, uh, which is is very uncommon with a tube screamer. You tend to get the high end roll off takes away too much clarity at certain points. Um, but there was none of that. Like I say, it was a really, really kind of bright um, tube screamer. Um, and I, I, I really, uh, really got on with it because of that. Because I, I like kind of bright pedals. Uh, I think because I, I set my amp quite dark, so it kind of counteracts some of my stupidity. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. so uh, I, I dug, dug those, and I just, I, I gave some shout outs to, to Joe and Simon from um, Hello Sailor and from JSA respectively but i'm gonna give you some more shout outs now so thanks guys for uh for sending those out um so yeah that that's uh that's kind of kicking off the um the youtube videos again and there's definitely i've on that very same day i got another two three videos recorded so so something to look forward to because that they'll be rolling out over the next couple of weeks um ace yeah yeah i i thought it was pretty cool this week however there's a little bit of news just a little bit so news yeah but it's not now well it's almost it's it's like christmas has come early for us <laughs> So I reckon. What can you be talking about? <laughs> I reckon we're gonna start off this week with uh, a little bit of news that we broke last week, which was something that we were a little bit dubious of. So, boss, the DC two W and the uh, MT two W, we we weren't entirely sure, but we reported on it anyway, and it turns out. Yeah, I'm gonna was, hold my hands up. It's and fine. say I'm wrong, I, and I'm sorry. <laughs> the amount of times that I've read on the internet that Jackie Chan has died. <laughs> you are more than justified. Yeah. More than justified. Um, it's, it's not uncommon, it's not unheard of in the guitar community to share stupid shit like this. I mean, in over on Facebook this entire like week... There've been people posting up um, my accounts uh, being cloned, and if you accept any uh, friend requests off a, another me, don't accept them. Literally, because one person posted it, there's about yeah. twenty people posting it. So I understand. I understand the kind of skepticism. I understand. Understand that dubiousness. Um, however, this time turned out to be true. Yeah. So let's uh, let's have a little bit of a look into the um, the specs behind them because we didn't have them last week. We just kind of we had speculation more than anything. Yeah, speculation, uh, not specification. Boom! 
That's it. <laughs> almost like a, a slick and professional podcast this is now. We we <laughs> need to stop that. Dick jokes, come on. <laughs> I can't think of them off the top of my head. You can't put me on the spot. I need I need something to riff off. <laughs> <laughs> can't think of, of, of them off the top of your head. Oh, matron. Um, so, yeah, the um, Boss DC2W is... Out of the two of them, is the one that I would more likely be interested in. Because I haven't played a Metal Zone. I don't think I want to play a Metal Zone. I don't think I've... In in my entire guitar playing life, I don't think I've ever been in the Metal Zone. So... <laughs> I don't think it's, it's particularly a pedal for me. Um, I don't want to be in the Metal Zone. <laughs> no, no. It's for other people. It's not, it's not for me. It's yeah. not for me. Um, and those people aren't wrong. No, we're no, just no. not those people. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not denying that these these guys have their place, and EMG pickups might be might be nice for some people. Um, you know, but hey, it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. Uh, so, Boss DC2W um, standard um, standard mode for the the DC2. Um, is is the same. It's apparently it's been revoiced though. The 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 four button switches, um, uh, have been altered to suit guitar, uh, guitar a little bit more because it was it was based on a like a rack unit or something. The original yeah, one. wasn't it designed for keyboards or something? Who knows? I Who believe. Knows? I mean, boss, they cray cray I mean, so. It's the, it's the weirdest effect. I was speaking to somebody the other day. It's it. They call it a chorus, but there's no pitch shifting. It's just, it's just like almost like basically a double tracker. Like it just time. There's it's only time. There's no pitch shifting, so it's not chorus at all. So stop calling it a dimension chorus. <laughs> call it the boss double tracker or something. Yeah, because they they call it like a space a spatial um, simulator or something, don't they? Because it's it works in a really strange way that it does. Yeah, like the two channels work in kind of they work in opposite to each other. Yeah, um, they're out of phase or something they say, but not yeah. in the same way that pickups would be out of. I don't understand it. It's it's all electronic jargon. Basically, yeah, yeah. the best way I had it described to me was I was speaking to um, Steve Burrows, and he was saying when he had them in the eighties, it was basically like having. Um, a version of the Keeley 30 MS, you know, the one that came out last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just just ever so slightly gives you that fatter sound because it's a, basically a double tracker. And he said that's basically what he used it for back when he had one when they were out originally. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, so that kind of reminds me of one of the the upgrades that they've done to it, which is they've made it stereo in, stereo out. Which makes complete sense go. for a pedal like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it almost begs the question why you wouldn't have bothered to start off with, but I don't think back in, uh, what was it, like 88 or something Eight. like that? I thought it might have been earlier than that. Early that. Yeah, yeah, I, but, I don't yeah, think um, stereo, <laughs> stereo compact <laughs> pedals were too much of a, <laughs> a commonplace. I don't think it was commonplace, no. Like, I'm pretty sure I don't remember... 
seeing anything that I know that was out in the 80s being stereo in, stereo out, unless it was a rack unit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so apparently the, um, the the four buttons have been revoiced a little bit to to suit uh, guitar frequencies a bit a bit better. I'm not entirely sure if they've um, they've remedied the fact that you could only select one at a time, whereas on the um, on the rack unit you could select multiples. Um, but yeah, they've they've got that. Let's have a look at what else I've written down. So custom mode is actually based on the old rack system as well. So you, if if you didn't want the kind of updated version, you've got the the uh, the original or what it was based on originally. Um, I had to listen to the the YouTube demo of it from Boss, and pretty much every example sounded like shitty eighty chorus. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's the last thing you want is shitty eighties chorus. Like I know people in the eighties liked to use it, but I like usable chorus. Yeah, like not that stuff that makes you cringe every time you hear it. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, as as far as like shitty eighties chorus goes, it was a good example of shitty eighties chorus. But, um, like the they uh, they use it on bass as well. So um, a, a certain um, certain gentleman from another podcast uh, does the bass duties on this one, um, and it kind of took away all of the bass frequencies. <laughs> so, well, I assume anyway. I assume because he was playing through a. Uh, an ES Les Paul bass, so I assume that would sound quite rich and quite, quite full sounding. Deep yeah. And yeah. Whereas with this uh, this chorus on it was kind of really uh, mid focused and just it sounded guitar-y. Um, I suppose if they've refocused it for guitar, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Then, but then why demo on yeah, it on a bass? I don't know. Because um, he signed a deal with them, didn't he? Because he did the MS3 demo. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Um, I mean, he's he's good friends with our uh, our boss representative of Europe, isn't he? So he is. So I mean, that makes sense. But why would you why would you include that in the product video where it makes it sound not good? <laughs> I, I don't know. So yeah, Pass. for me, for me. The um, the the boss DC TW is not something that I'm going to be rushing out to to the shops and buying. Um, nope. I I tend to like choruses that retain the uh, retain the the lower end because some choruses do kind of wipe off that that bottom end, and it's like a very eighties trait. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it it's very much aiming at that. I think I don't know. I mean, the they they said that the the dimension chorus was out for four years and then got discontinued. Um. So let's see how long this one stays out for. Because <laughs> I think it's gonna be. I think it's just a bit novel, and I don't think people are gonna go. Oh yeah, that that's the chorus sound I want. Because yeah, do you think possibly everybody that's crying out for a, a DC 
2 has never actually heard of DC2, but they've heard of it. Yeah, they like the idea of it, but they don't really know <laughs> the sound. They've never actually heard one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean that, that, that I'm is. not going to say that there's people out there who do that kind of thing. But <laughs> Shit, man, I, I put my hands up and say that I have probably done that in the past. <laughs> I've definitely done it in the past. Like, oh my God, that's the sound for me. How do you know? Well, I... Yeah, read about it in an article. Yeah, because, because everyone wants it, so it must be good. <laughs> yeah, 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 completely mathematical truth. Yeah, so I mean that that's definitely a thing. Um, how about the uh, the metal zone? What do you know of this new metal zone? Have you have you done any any reading on this one? It's got two modes: a normal and a waza. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, some of the uh, I actually Sorry. watched. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I um I watched the CS Guitars um review of this because he he's known for not really liking the the metal zone too much. <laughs> um, and I yeah I'm a big fan of his channel, so I thought I'd give it a give it a watch. Um, the biggest criticism of the metal zone like origin the original metal zone was the eq and the fact that it was so sensitive and just the tiniest touch mainly on the mid control would send it from like beautiful thick sounding distortion to like hornet's nest <laughs> so you what know, on the mid control of a metal style pedal yeah yeah um, that's not useful <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because what what a lot of um, kind of fifteen year old bedroom players would do was <laughs> grab grab both of the controls of the mid control and just turn it left. You don't need any <laughs> until, of those un- until you can stop. Can't, can I turn them more? That's it. Yeah, just we'll, we're just going to glue those down because that's where they stay. Yeah, uh, and then <laughs> crank the bass, crank the treble, and it, it will sound like angry wasps. Um, because it is a very, very powerful EQ control. Um, but yeah, so they've they've kind of timed that a little bit so that it's it, the the sweep is more focused and it's um, more forgiving. So that's that's one of the tweaks that they've done, and that's on the kind of the standard mode. They have um, they've looked at the noise floor of it as well, and the 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 gain sweep. So it goes to a lower gain. Uh, on its lower settings. Who's buying was... a metal zone for a lower gain, though? Like, it's called a metal zone. Why, like... Surely the better thing they could have done with the big gain control is focus it so that it only goes down so far. That's the lowest bit. And then you've got more control up to the max. Um. The Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've, they've just tightened that whole, whole section up. Um, but... There's there's less noise on it now, um, which again would be a uh, a complaint of the two hundred quid. I should fucking hope so. Is it two? Oh fuck me! <laughs> really? I think so. I I I mean the other Wazagraph ones were two hundred quid, weren't they? I just guessed it came in at that. Uh, I suppose I should find out. <laughs> yeah, you can Google things. I'm I'm screwed. My internet's pretty much your face yeah. at the moment. So because that's how uh, that's how these are. Uh, internet phone calls work <laughs> so so yeah the EQ sections tweaked the noise floors reduced the the um, 
so that's kind of addressing the the initial bugbears with the the metal zone they've also created a custom mode the waza mode um which uh, is designed with kind of the the modern modern metal guitarists in mind so the the gentleman um and it accepts like lower tunings and extended range guitars with much more readiness than the uh, the old one did so so have you got the prices up uh, no because I stupidly googled um the <laughs> I don't want to know H. what you're googling I, I, did, I, I did the heavy metal instead <laughs> and, and couldn't work out why no I was totally wrong it's 131 quid which is a lot better and that's it's, it's that's not it, bad it, it would be tempting that would wouldn't it if I was in the in the market for a metal pedal um, yeah, I mean, if I was a metal player, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think they, uh, I think they're onto a winner with it because, in terms of like big old nasty metal drive, I I don't know of many like huge names. But then again, I'm I'm not really looking, so I don't know. This is this is a potential potentially a comment coming from ignorance, but I I don't know of any like huge ones. I know. The uh, the Horizon Drive, um, which is uh, was made in conjunction with um, Misha Mansour, was it? Um, that's supposed Let's to go be, with yes. Supposed to be kind of modern metal. Yeah, you, you haven't got a clue, have you, Matt? <laughs> I've never heard of Misha Mansour. If that's the person. <laughs> no, it could, it could very well be me making up names, yeah. But um, yeah, so I mean, th- there are there are certain metal pedals out there. I think um, Wampler do the Triple Wreck. Um, like I say, the the Horizon Drive. There's a, there's a couple out there. Black Star um, do like a HT metal, don't they? Uh, yeah. I mean, Blackstar have got that whole HD range, haven't they, of pedals? But it's they were they're kind of like fifteen years old, something like that now. Yeah, they, they didn't they they had HT, and then I think they replaced that with LT, which was like yeah, smaller did. and didn't have that stupid LED under a piece of glass to make you think it's a proper valve. <laughs> the, no, no. I mean, they claim it's a valve. I had one. I don't think it's a valve, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I would trust the people at Blackstar if if they've got a uh, if they've got a valve in a pedal, it's gonna be there for a reason. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there are those. There there are bound to be other things, but you you get in kind of the the comments of a non-metal guitarist who really doesn't look for high game pedals. <laughs> so yeah. So it could it could be a good thing. Um, there are um, people talking about using the the new metal zone because it's like like I say it's it's got a a very usable EQ section and the the gain isn't necessarily ridiculous at all settings. So people using it as kind of a um, a tonal shaping boost and and stuff like this. I think it would it would be kind of classy to rock up to a kind of blues gig with a metal zone and then 
like wow the crowds with your with your amazing <laughs> toe. But I yeah. don't know. Is it 140 I mean, quid's worth of novelty? <laughs> wow. It it depends on your annual income. I'm gonna say, like, yeah. if you can afford to do it and you want to like wind some people up. Yeah, turning up to an open mic night with a metal zone on a plank of wood, um, plucking it, plunking it on the floor, and then getting some decent tone out of it would be That's hilarious. It. I mean, I, th- this is coming from the man who put a mandolin in a double bass case for two songs in his first ever gig, <laughs> and I, I turned around and opened the double bass case, picked up this tiny mandolin, and started playing. <laughs> Rock and roll. I like novelty. I like novelty. Yeah, yeah. So it, it could be could be very much worth the worth the effort, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think either products, either the DC two or the the Metal Zone, are really aimed at us. Um, no, but you know what? Hats off, boss. You've listened to some. I mean, you've listened to the hype of the the DC two, and you've you've went about kind of correcting the. Correcting the wrongs of the metal zone. So, I'm cool with you. You're good. Right, so... Yeah, so I, li- I saw them saying, just with the metal zone, um, I saw them saying that the metal zone is the second biggest compact seller they've ever had, which just baffles me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of guitarists who will buy that as their first pedal, they've, they've got like a shitty solid state practice amp and go well I need metal tones and this isn't anywhere near metal <laughs> zone yeah I want to get in that metal yeah. zone yeah I guess um, and they're not ridiculously expensive um, and the they're powerful they are very powerful but then again that's why you get the um, get the stigma that comes with them as well because with great yeah. power comes great responsibility <laughs> Yeah, like setting the EQ reasonably decently. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's why I'd probably suggest that to a, a beginner player rather than a tube screamer. Because I know, I definitely, I, I wouldn't have appreciated the, the subtlety of a tube screamer when I had first started playing. I'd, I'd, I'd have, have cracked the game. The game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the game right up. You said it at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Turn the gain right up and then go, yeah. what the fuck's this tone thing you do at full gain? Yeah, Not I want much. I'll just yeah. use it on full as well. <laughs> yeah, I want I want all of the tone, surely. Because <laughs> that's the best. And then you you're playing it and it you go, Well, this is there's not really a great amount of drive coming out of this. You should probably probably buy a a, a more extreme pedal now. <laughs> I, I know that that's definitely my thought process because I I remember like one of the first um pedals that I had when I when I was starting out was one of the uh the Behringer um tube overdrive I think they were called which was basically a tube screamer of some description. Yeah. Uh and that was it was very subtle and the drive was turned up and I would never use it on its own. I would use it in conjunction with another pedal to get somewhere near the the amount of gain that I needed to make my playing sound anywhere near decent. <laughs> so yeah. My, yeah my very first pedal just quickly was a Boss DS2 which had two modes on it and yeah. 
the gain was always on full, the tone was always on full, and I used the volume for the volume. And then there were two settings, and it was a click between like setting one and setting two. Setting two had more drive, so I used setting two. Of course you did. Of course you did. Why would you go any other uh, other setting? Right, yeah, so um... let's move on anyway, because I think we've we've ragged on Boss for enough enough. They make some awesome pedals. Like I say, I played the uh, the SD one this week, and it stood up against some boutique pedals. Mm-hmm. So, hands off to you, boss. Um, so, talking of, of more pedals, because we haven't had enough, um, Line 6 almost instantly responded to the, the head rush um, gig board, didn't they? Yeah. So, was it the, that night, or the night that we recorded the cast, or the following day that they dropped this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think by the time that we'd finished the cast, the, the news was, was out. It was another leaked product, weren't it? Yeah, it was. A, yeah, I think they were both. Were they, was that and the boss both supposed to drop on the same day? And information got leaked kind of earlier the day before. Yeah, potentially. So, I think that what we're case. alluding to here, because we're we're playing a, a, a very mean game here, where we're talking talking in codes. So, <laughs> for those who haven't figured it out yet, because it's it's not a difficult code. Uh, line six HX stomp. So, this is uh, a product. Which got so many people's panties in a twist, myself included. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guilty. Yeah, so we we all saw the the image, which looked like so it was small, small kind of enclosure, three foot switches, and a small LCD screen. And we thought, shit, man, they've replaced the the M5. They are doing it right. <laughs> so we didn't bother reading anything else into yeah. that. And then the next thing... Well, like, when when we first saw it, there wasn't anything else. There was just those images, which, again, had been linked, I think, by Sweetwater again. Not that I'm saying that they might have, like, somebody working for them leaking pedals. Well... But I'm pretty sure it was I them. assume they're not working for them <laughs> now. they definitely did the other one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with the, those two guffaws in one week. Um, yeah. So the next, the next bit of information that we read was um, 469, weren't it? Yeah, so, um, to which I immediately said, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I was near a table, which I flipped. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> um, so what we were expecting was a kind of stripped-back version of the uh, the HXFX. Because the HXFX is yeah, about I mean, £400, we were expecting kind of 250 to 300 and we were thinking, yeah, that's literally exactly what I was saying. Like we we had this discussion in our in our sort of like closed group, and somebody posted it, and then the price was like, and I was like, why is it not two hundred and fifty quid? How can you charge more yeah. than the HX effects for, for something less. that's just yeah. a smaller version? Yeah. And they were just like, no, no, this has got everything. And I was like, oh, well, that's not what right, I okay. want. Like, uh, so <laughs> that's not what I wanted. Yeah. That's not Fuck what you, I was thinking. Of. You're dead to me, bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like I want, I wanted something to replace my M5 because I literally mentioned on the cast the other week that it's one of like two pedals that's still on my board that's been there for a while. Yeah, and we, I don't like having pedals on my board for a long we, period yeah, of time. I like changing things. We also mentioned that the um, the HX effects is very much tempting us to to change that, but the only thing that's setting us yeah. back is the fact that the HX effects is 
nigh on 400 quid. Yeah. And it's a little bit steep <laughs> to replace an 80 pound pedal. <laughs> a little, yeah, like 250 would be just, just on the sweet money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two two fifty would would part many a fool from their uh, their hard earned, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so, like after a day or two, died down, and we we kind of unbunched our panties and and just kind of calmed down from our little like rage. We we actually kind of looked into it, and it makes a little bit more sense. So, um. Let's have a look what it what it says about it. So three foot switches, which are more of a kind of signal chain um, switcher rather than individual effects. I believe you can, but if you've got three foot switches, you don't want just like three effects. So I assume you're going to set it up as like three patches where you've got like amp one, amp two, amp three, and like maybe with different uh, different effects on on each of those kind of patches. I don't know fully how it works, but I assume that's somewhere similar. Um, yeah. So they've taken away a couple of things. So they've taken away the touch screen. Uh, so it's only like a, an LCD screen now, but it's it's tiny anyway. So if they would have made that into a touch screen, that would anger people more than it would help them, I think. Yeah. You get somebody like me with fat fingers going, I can't use the fucking top screen. That's it. Can't use it. It, just, it would remind me of that uh, that episode of The Simpsons where Homer uh, starts working at home. <laughs> Your fingers are too fat to dial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for a phone with special buttons, please mash the keypad now. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly how it would feel if you're trying to like dial in your rig through a tiny little touch screen yeah. that's it it comes with its own little <laughs> HX. Given you're a stylus. yeah that, that would be it though you, you get like a, a stylus that like mounts into the chassis and then falls out after three gigs or something <laughs> um, by three gigs in you've set your sound you don't need to use it anymore that's it you've, you've found the, the, the kind of three settings that you love and that's it you're done um, yeah sorry uh, we've got the th- uh, three foot switches. It's got um, it's got the uh, expression in, so it doesn't have the foot um, the kind of the wire pedal on it because it's it's tiny. Uh, but you can you can assign that, so that that's pretty cool. Uh, what else have we got? The effects loop is side mounted to save space, but also just a bit strange. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, uh, yeah. That confused me because all of the in and out is at, is on the top, yeah, yeah. and then the effects loops on the side, which is backwards if you ask me. Like, surely you want your effects loop on the top and in and out on the side if you're going to have to compromise and put I'm sure some in a, one and some in the other. There's <laughs> there's definitely a joke there, isn't there? <laughs> Bit of in and out on the sides. Sure, there is. There's got to be. No, it's not coming to me. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Maybe the listener will enlighten us. Enlighten yeah, us. so you, it, get in the Fret Talk podcast group here, and if there's any any jokes that you can think about in and out on the sides, um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, holes in the back as well, and or just any, any of that. Just if <laughs> any, of, any of those jokes, just send them in. 
Like I said, we, we're tired this week. We can't we can't quite get there. Um, so yeah, we're back on it. <laughs> um, so yeah. I watched the product video to this one as well and pretty much straight away um, it gives you a hint as to what this is about. So the the kind of the credit opens up and there's a guy sitting at his laptop with this plugged in like recording some tunes into his uh, into his interface uh, into his DAW sorry. Uh, so this thing acts as an interface. So straight away you stop there, you think, how much is um, uh, Helix native? Because if it's if it's not much more than Helix native, you've essentially got Helix native that you can then move from a computer elsewhere. So that justifies it straight yeah. away. Uh, and we looked at that, and it's three nine nine US dollars. Yeah. So so it's like it's probably three fifty quid, three fifty in pounds. So yeah, for an extra hundred quid, away, you get the what, box. One hundred and ten yeah. quid. Yeah, yeah. So you've got yourself an audio interface if you don't have one already. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, there is that, and I think they've got mic inputs as well, haven't they? On the or is that only on the bigger versions, the XLR? Ooh, I didn't look at that. If this has got mic inputs, then I totally like. I I can't even complain about it anymore. I'm still complaining that it's not an M5 killer. <laughs> um. But I mean, if it, what's it called, Helix Stomp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The H HX Stomp, I think they're calling it. But yeah, essentially Helix Stomp. So if it does have um, an XLR in, then that's very much, very much gonna. Um, no XLR in. No, no XLR in. But hey ho. No. It's so it's just a, a just a guitar interface rather than an actual interface, but. The fact that it it's Helix native, but it's not taking up the the uh, the processing power of your computer because it's all doing it outboard. Fantastic. So if you've got like, sorry, I'm wrong. They're on the side rather than on the back, but there is XLRs on it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so for me, it's it's kind of it's sold itself to me there. Um, yeah. But then the, like the next step in this um, this video. The guy puts it in his gig bag, goes to a studio, calls up the the presets that he was using in his little home studio, records some tracks there. Again, that makes complete and utter sense. So you mm. you can dial like if you are a session musician or you you've got some recording coming up, you can dial in some tones. Like dial, you've got your three kind of presets there. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you can you can then use that. To do some like professional recording, then takes it and does a little live gig with it. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, a couple of um, couple of applications there, and yes, the functionality is going to be stripped back from the the grand's worth of like Helix floorboard or even the LT, but um, the there seems like some some applications for it like as a um a very portable um studio solution a very portable um solution to kind of getting a couple of really good studio quality sounds but then also like if you're doing a gig um 
and you don't necessarily need something that's super extensive. If you're doing a gig as like a like a an ACDC tribute band or something where yeah. you're not gonna need like multiple modulation pedals or whatever, you need a good sounding rock <laughs> sound, maybe like yeah. and a solo boost. Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what I think. Like, if you're a a musician who needs a not very expensive gigging solution that has a tuner in built in it, so you don't even need to worry about a clip on tuner, and you need a, maybe a cleaner crunch and a lead sound. Yeah, like this is four six nine, and it'll also plug into your laptop so you can record songs at home, and like you'll be able to if you if you need chorus on one of your sounds you can stick it on if you need to yeah I'd, I'd like as much as i've criticized it because it's not what i wanted it to be it makes a lot of sense yeah yeah it does yeah and again i, I was one of those people who were kind of raging at it I was like oh why are you not the thing that i wanted and then like immediately realized no i'm being a petulant child so <laughs> i should probably just chill out on this and then looked at looked at how it actually could be used and it was it was actually really really quite useful um but yeah i mean there's the the, the potential of um using it as a substitute for amps as well so you could have your pedal board and then have this at the end of the pedal board where it kind of substitutes being the amp yeah and again yeah and I just another. I another have a thing. feeling that you could probably do a stereo rig from that as well. So you could have like one of the outputs being I don't know like a a Marshall flavored kind of crunch channel, but then the other one being like an AC thirty or something. And it's the I have no idea whether that's functionality in there. But if that is, then like stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the the shit like that. Which could could potentially be um, pretty fucking useful. So it's it's it is what it says. It's it's like a stripped back version of the of the Helix, and there have been so many people who I know and trust who have told me that the Helix is just amazing. So yeah, I mean we've got our, our good friend the guitar geek, who he bought the uh, the full fat Helix uh, floorboard. Uh, and then kind of year or so later sold it and he like when he saw this he said i think i might be buying this hx stomp yeah and so i mean that that kind of yeah it speaks to the the quality of the hx stomp um so well the 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 helix software should i say uh and the fact that the hx yeah. stomp is a uh, like essentially like half price of the of the standard one um and doesn't lose any of the the features the functionality yes but the features are all packed in there yeah you just have to use them in a slightly more difficult way which i mean if you're home recording i'm pretty sure you're not going to be that fussed anyway because you'll set up exactly the sound that you want through your laptop assign it to button one and then click it bang on 
I've just looked at the time and we've we've lost a good maybe twenty minutes of, of talking to, about this uh, HX stomp, <laughs> and I'm no closer to not buying it as well. So um, let's let's move swiftly on um, because we've got two more kind of new segments, and we will do them. We will do them, but we'll do them quick. Right, Fender, the uh, the kind of the news cash cow that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> been kind of ticking us over for this entire year has not failed uh, to give us some more more juicy juicy news so Parallel Universe Jag Strat um, yep it's a thing so, it is so what is it what is it Matt what it, is the Jag Strat is it a Strat it's a Strat but I think it's short scale and it's basically a Jaguar electronics and bridge, but with a strap body and a short neck to make it Jaguar rather than Jazzmaster. Yeah, yeah. You've pretty much read from what I've got on my sheet. So I've got, yeah, Jaguaring. So you've got a lot of the kind of chrome plates and stuff, um, which don't look too shabby. Uh, it's 20. Yeah, I, I quite dig that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's 24-inch scale with a 9.5-inch radius, so playable and short scale. Um, nitro finish, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, ship bridge. Um, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the thing, the things that are drawbacks for me are the bridge because, yeah, no one wants one of them. And it does look a bit weird um, being on a Strat. Um but also the fact that it's got the um, the Jag style single coils, so they're going to be nice because they're um, American vintage '65 single coils. But they're going to be chimey as fuck um, by design. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and for people who like that sound, who want something that looks different, there's pretty much nothing out there. If you like that Jaguar sound. You have to buy a Jaguar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this isn't a bad... Or maybe a Rickenbacker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. If if the uh, <laughs> the Variax models are anything to go by, it's, uh, it's a very specific sound, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's um, a, the it's... other guitarist in my band had a Rickenbacker. Um, because it was a hollow body and the way the pickups are, you can't use it with any amount of drive like it'll do clean yeah it'll do slight crunch and it'll do feedback those are the three sounds <laughs> uh, put the drive pedal on again haven't you mate yeah sorry <laughs> uh, so yeah 16 16.09 for this um i'm gonna i'm gonna say i actually don't mind it I I dig it a little bit, even though it's got the um, the chimey ass pickups and the the bridge system that just don't quit. Um, it's <laughs> it's kind of candy apple red nitro finish, and it's got a torque guard, so it looks like a similar color scheme to my Ibanez Fireman, and that that guitar is rad as fuck. So. I'm down with that. Um, I don't think I'd buy one because, <laughs> yeah, shit bridge. 
um, shit pickups. But I, I I respect it. I respect Fenders because I think we come into like the end of the parallel universe stuff, and I yeah I respect Fender for doing that. Well, it's something a bit different, isn't it? They've not gone right like they did for the what was it ten for fifteen or whatever it was, and they did, and it was all very much a slight tweak on something that already exists. Whereas this, they've gone. How can we mash two things together? Yeah, how can and we make fuck something with people's minds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something that's totally different and <laughs> something you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah, and they they did it well. There were some that really uh, were really cool. Uh, in fact, we'll we'll kind of do a recap on that with which uh, kind of top three of which ones you think were the raddest from that that range. Yeah. Uh, so, what you what are you thinking, Matt? Just off the top of your head, uh, the number one has to be the Gretsch Telly. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because because it, it just has to be. Yeah, because it's it's um, very much you, isn't it? That one. It is. It's basically a guitar that was designed for me that came out at a period of time where I couldn't afford to drop sixteen hundred quid on a guitar. Yeah. So thanks for that, Fender. <laughs> um, I know it hasn't dropped yet. But I'm kind of intrigued by the Meteora. Yeah, 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 definitely. Which is like the pointy offset telly. It's like uh, yeah, s- uh, for me it's yeah, it's like it's like a rounded version of of the Ibanez Iceman. It's just it's like that, but like if it was drawn using a bubble <laughs> rather than <laughs> using any kind of points. Uh, yeah. It has a kind of um, like sixties um, Italian import vibe to it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it, very much so. Yeah, I'm digging that one too. Yeah, and I don't know. Third, if the, if it, and the only reason it's probably in third is because it had a trem system. But there's there's Stratatelli. The which one? Sorry. The Stratotelli. Stratotelli, yeah, yeah, cool. Sorry, the... If, the, it, if it was just... Oh, the yeah. coils drop out. Uh, yeah, if, if it was a, a fixed bridge, but with the three Strat single coils, then yeah, perfect. Right, so I, I was uh, afraid that our top three would be exactly the same, and almost, almost, if it weren't for that Stratotelli, we would have had none that were the same. <laughs> so... <laughs> For me, number one, Troublemaker Telly. Because Les Yeah. <laughs> Les Paul makes a telly. Because it just looked so awesome. Um the wide range humbuckers weren't weren't cool with me, but I was told that they just looked like wide range and they were actually more um more meaty yeah. sounding. So that would have been cool. Um I was gonna go the Strato Telly. But I'll change that for the white guard strap. Okay. Because I hate because it <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's something different. Um and uh oh shit, what was what was the third one that I was gonna say? What was that third one? I don't know. Yeah. Trying to think for- what hasn't been said. Uh, so we obviously we haven't gone for the jag uh, thingy, jag 
Yeah. We also Jack haven't gone for the Jazzmaster telly. Yeah, that can go suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what else was there? Oh. I can't think now. I've lost it. Yeah. Okay. I'm only going for two. The rest can the rest can burn on a fire. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Um yeah, it'll probably come back to me. Okay, uh we're we're at the hour mark, but we'll do a really quick one because I don't think as much as as news it is, I don't think I give too too many fucks about this one. So EHX the the company that keeps on giving they're almost as good as Fender with releasing things. Yeah. Um they released the Canyon uh last year, maybe maybe even earlier than that. Um, it it received some some acclaim. It's largely gone, uh, kind of fallen into obscurity. Um, but they've released the Grand Canyon now, which I think the the end game of this the Canyon was the Grand Canyon. They came yeah. up with the name the Grand Canyon and thought, what we'll we save that this? one. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that one. We'll just do the canyon first. We'll go the Grand Canyon. Uh, so they've uh, essentially made a bigger version, a bigger and better version. So same thing, delay slash looper. Um, it's now stereo outs, which the original one weren't, I believe. It's got a tap tempo. It's got an expression uh, expression pedal um, in. It's got everything's top mounted, so it's kind of pedal board friendly new pedal board friendly it has presets so which the last one didn't yeah so that's a that's a big thing uh, can it's you got create new... your own presets oh, fucked if I know mate <laughs> I, I, I watched the video and they said the word presets so I'm including it um, so the, there are some new effects as well so they've got drum uh, which hasn't got anything to do with actual drums, but is based on the Binson Echo Rec, which was like a um, an analog delay, which had like a like a metal drum. Um, I don't I don't quite know the science behind it, but it it looks pretty cool. Um, the double, don't know what that is, and Bit Crusher, which. Of course, is the sound that everyone wants from a dealer. The worst thing in the world I have ever experienced is someone attempting to play a, with a bit crusher in a music shop because <laughs> it's just the most annoying sound. And it was an like I don't want to like I don't want to be offensive, but it was somebody who was an old age pensioner clearly playing just a bit wanted crusher. playing a bit crusher. But he was playing rockabilly licks on it with a strat, and it was just the weirdest fucking sounds in the world. And it was just, uh, and I was, it, oh, it was so annoying, like so annoying. And he was playing it for over an hour because I was in GAC for an hour, and he was sat there on this fucking stool, plugged into a fucking Blues Junior that I hate the sound of anyway, with a really bright strat bridge pickup. <laughs> And then he was turning on and off a bit crusher, and it was just annoying. <laughs> I've got to take my hat off. Sorry, that you gym. mentioned bit crusher, and like it annoyed me. Don't yeah, don't hold back, Matt. Tell us how you really feel. 
Fucking hell. Yeah, so apparently yeah, it, we've touched on a nerve here. Which <laughs> there is a, a They shouldn't exist. Bit crushes should not exist. I've had some really cool uh really cool experiences with bit crushers, kind of ble- No you haven't I have. <laughs> or you- <laughs> See the the pointing is coming out now. Um I added a um, like I'm, I did some recording at home, like through Garage Bands. I doubled a guitar solo that I did, and on one of the the versions of the guitar solo, I put like I put a bit crusher. So I blended blended a bit crusher with the, the the normal signal, and it gave this like weird kind of crunchy overdrive sound. It was awesome. I did not play. Um, rockabilly licks rockabilly. through a blues junior on a bridge pickup of a strat. I imagine that's the wrong way of using a bit crusher. Yeah, I mean, like, just let's let's not talk about the bit crusher. Let's. What are the other features of the Grand Canyon? Um, Arrow. I've, I've. That's it. I've, my load's been spent there. That's all I know about it. Um, it sounds pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. Um. They did a feature on the uh, on the drum uh, thing, and apparently, the more more delay that you put on, the darker the repeats. So that's um, that's a feature because apparently that was a something that the the Benson used to do. Um, and there's a degradation as well, like a degradation um, control, so you can make it even darker still if you wanted to. Um, so yeah, I think one of the uh, one of the things that have been apparent with uh, with the EXX Grand Canyon is the fact that the presets are making people who had the canyon and have sold it or have got it, but meh, um, they're they're now getting excited about it again. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good if if it's a a, a delay that you're gonna want to use in multiple situations there's two things that you need to have for me and that's presets and a tap tempo and this has got both yeah 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 like I I, I've had two delay pedals in my entire life because I'm a cretin Um, and then neither of them are actual delay pedals so I had the um, TC mini flashback yeah which had neither of those features and the only time I ever enjoyed using it is when I used it on an acoustic pedal board and set it to just basically double everything. Yeah, That's the only time I ever enjoyed the sound from it. And my Line 6 M5, which has presets that I can set the time of and then I can s- skip through and just set. Or, if I use it on the fly, it has a tap tempo button. Yeah, it does. And then it. I can use it. Yeah, so like that's what I want from a... a Delay pedal, so this ticks both those boxes. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong in uh, in wanting that because it makes sense. Um, what I'm looking at the uh, the Grand Canyon um, for is I'm thinking it's it's EHX taking a pop at the uh, the DD500. So, in your in your opinion or in your mind, does it take that crown? Or do they need to? I would, I would have to like 
actually actively look at it. But from what you've said, no, because I think the DD500 is very similar to the timeline. And I think this is probably like a stripped back version almost in that it doesn't quite have all the features that you'd want. Um, like within it, it's not going to have a million different sounds. It might have thirty different sounds. Yeah, but one of them is a bit cautious. So that's only twenty nine, <laughs> and then <laughs> you know, like as 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 much as like it'll have some sounds. I don't think it's going to be a DD five hundred killer. But for somebody who wants two or three, maybe four sounds, um, it's probably. A more efficient way of getting it rather than buying a DD500 that you can do so much with but using it for like the odd sound here and there yeah 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 so I think that's where it sits isn't it so it's not gonna uh, it's not gonna kill off the, the DD500 because it's not it's not as a, an exhaustive um, list of delays it's not you can't go into the parameters of, of each of these delays as much as you can the, the DD500. I know um, on uh, on the Pedalboards of Doom forum, uh, Stuart Tate managed to make his DD500 sound like an organ. Just full on. It didn't yeah. actually sound like a delay anymore. It made his guitar sound like an organ. Um, and there's no way that you're doing that with the, uh, the Grand Canyon. But it's... No. I don't know exact figures, but it's like 100 quid, maybe cheaper. And it will do a couple of different um, delay sounds. So if you're in need yeah. of like more than one delay sound and you want to kind of cycle through a couple of, couple of presets, but you don't need something as, as quite advanced as the, the timeline or the, the DD500, this is potentially a good... Uh, alternative yeah yeah I would say so and I think that's where we're going to wrap it for this week we didn't get Ayrton he didn't turn up alas maybe next week Um, so uh, if you want to find us online you go facebook.com you look in groups and you go fret talk podcast group Uh, it's in the show notes so check it out if you want to if you want to have your say in the, uh, the podcast and get your uh, your topics in um, if you want to catch me online it's facebook.com slash budget pedal chap instagram.com slash budget pedal chap or youtube you type in budget pedal chap and like I say this week there was a uh, a new video up doing a shootout with some tube screamers and then the next couple of weeks we'll definitely definitely have some uh, some new content as well so look out for that um, if you want to find Matt online Matt does another wonderful podcast, which is not about guitar, but is actually about wrestling, uh, which is called the Bad Bookers Podcast. And you can find that on Acast, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Zedcast, and yeah, boom, yes, get in. Um, and if you want to catch Matt, uh, just in general, uh, that's Matt something something underscore something at it's maybe like twitter or something so he'll underscore mac you uh at twitter there you go back in the zone um so thank you for uh th- th- thank you for 
following us on this journey tonight and sticking with us and listening to our podcast. We we do appreciate your patronage. And yeah, bang on. That's us for this week. From myself, Hi. Mr. Budgie Pedal Chap. From your other host, Mr. Matt Quine. And from our, our absent but not forgotten host, Mr. Ayrton Tracy. It will be a goodbye and good night for this week. Ta-ra. Goodbye and good night. Tatty bye. Tatty bye. made it we did we oh. we made it um knackered, <laughs> knackered as a knackered thing on like national knackered day <laughs>